thing about public transportation is the public. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwind Up podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and... I'm Mike Russo, and sometimes they can snap just like that. Oh, they can, Mike? <laughs> I felt that way watching this episode. I, I know you're not a fan of this episode at all. Like, you No, I At don't. all. <laughs> no, I, I really don't like this one. Um, not a favor by a long shot. Okay. But how are you doing today, Will? I'm doing good, man. Uh, you know, obviously I missed the last episode because I was in Huntsville for um, the Huntsville Pop Comic Con, whatever it's called, Pop Culture Con or something. Um, I had a blast. I had a lot of fun. You know, the hotel was nice. Um, the convention, the vendors, you know, oh, man, that Sunday, I got a lot of great deals on the last day. I don't know why people never show up for the last day when it's empty. That is the day to to get the deals from the vendors because they don't want to pack that stuff, Mike. They don't. No, I know. Maybe no <laughs> one wants to be there on a Sunday. Sunday, you just want to be home and getting mm-hmm. ready for the work week. That could be one of the reasons. Yeah, but, you know, we kind of stay for like maybe an hour and a half, two hours at tops where we just try to make one last look through the vendors. Because you, every time I go, I see something I didn't see the first time, you know. So basically yeah. – that. Yeah, you know, like I, I bought that Scrooge uh Funko figure. Uh the guy had it listed for twenty. I asked him would he go down to fifteen. He was like, sure. He was like, Do you need any other ones? I got a whole bunch of the other. I like I was like, Well, I'm missing Baloo and uh Louie. He was like, Well tell you what, I see Baloo uh goes for like twelve, I'll throw it to you for nine. And he was like, Louie goes for ten, it's still available on Amazon, six bucks. All right, throw all three oh, in there. Oh, these the action figures? Yeah, the action figure fungos, not the actual Funko Pops. Ah, I like those. Yeah, so I I I got those for a deal, you know, bundle them up and nice. Yeah, and then you know, Jim, I don't know if you saw on uh, social media, but I posted uh, the autographs. Me yeah. and my buddy Joe yeah. got a Jim, which is a lot. Um, one thing I am heartbroken about, I don't know if anybody can spot it. If you take the time and go look at those photos. Jim signed over Katie Lee's name on my NES box, man. Oh, really? Yeah. If you take a look at it, 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 it is, it's kind of heartbreaking. But when I tried to stop him, it was too late. He already started over her name. I, I think he didn't catch it. I don't know if it's his age or the green blended in with the box or something. But <laughs> he signed over her name, man. It, it kind of hurts a little bit. Darkwing Duck would have that ego and would sign over Hunger's <laughs> name. Yeah, you know, and Jason Marsden was there as well. Um, Sorry about Billy West. Yeah, oh, man, that's the one that hurts. Um, Yeah, Jason Marsden signed my uh, Max Goof uh, Chase Funko Pop, and I got Bill an autograph of uh, Jason Marsden as well. He wanted a poster signed by him, so I got that for him. I got your posters complete now. About time. That was supposed (laughs) to be complete almost a year ago, but the pandemic ruined all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I was supposed to meet Jim. Yeah, one, is he, one day, one day. Is he not coming to uh, that um, Altoona? What's it called? The Sci-Fi Valley something? They are they doing that this year? I don't know. I, I didn't keep up with that one. I haven't looked into it. I might as well look into it this time. Okay. And um, so yeah, I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, definitely had fun, man. And um, so th- we have one piece of new Darkwing merchandise to talk about that kind of came out of nowhere and is already gone. Um, this week, we're recording this the week of, what is it, the uh, the 12th? Mm-hmm. And um, 
On the Shop Disney website, they offered for D23 members only, limited to 1500 a 30th anniversary Darkwing Duck pin. Um, it's a picture of Darkwing swinging on a rope um, from the original, original Disney Channel theme song, um, which is a shot we can't see these days. Well, it's actually kind of cool. They pulled it from that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a coincidence or not, but that was kind of neat. Um, the thing went up at, what was it, 10, 10 a.m. Eastern time, and it sold out within a day. <laughs> you, could o- you could only buy one, and you, could, you had to be a D23 member. So I know only like one or two people who got it because they were members. Everybody else I know who got it had to go through eBay. Mm-hmm. I know you did, right? Yeah, I got it on eBay. I think I paid twenty five that with shipping. So I paid like what thirteen dollars more, ten dollars more. But considering you are only certain people were able to even get it online day mm-hmm. of, you know, you did you did still did pretty good. Now, I, I got a, a question. I, I thought it was one per person because the one I got it from, they had four of them, and they had a screenshot uh, on their eBay uh, post showing, like, they had ordered four of them. Could that person have four different D23 accounts? I have no idea, but, yeah, she uh, it was a she because the name was Jessica, so I'm assuming it's a she. But, yeah, she posted a screenshot. Of course, the her main photo when you first entered was the photo of the pin that was on the D23 website or the shop. Right. Yeah, the shop Disney site. But then, like, the next photo was her screenshot of her computer screen showing that there was four that was ordered. Interesting. I wonder how that happened. I know a few of our friends were, like, tried to order more than one, and it let them, and then Disney, shop Disney caught it. Mm-hmm. I know that happened. Um, but it's still a cool pin, and... 1500 isn't a lot, and I know Disney pin collectors are kind of nuts with that stuff. Yeah. So this one may end up shooting up in price, so I'm really glad I got it. Do you, you know? think you, you, they should get it now if they want it? Because now I don't even see it in the 20s for what I pay for. I see it like 35 to 50 bucks already. Yeah, I feel like if you really want it. I mean, by the time this drops, it'll be early May. But if you really want it and you spot it on eBay for a decent price, you really should get it mm-hmm. um, because it'll probably just go up more, especially okay. once it comes out and people start getting it and posting pictures of it. People will just want it more. OK. Oh, man. Uh, Mike, man, last thing I want to mention, uh, be, uh, I know we, we kind of moved on from the Huntsville thing, but right. with Jim Cummings. I was the first person to get a Funko Pass signed by him. He had never seen it. Oh, cool. I was the first one to also get the Funkoverse sign. And I was the first one, he said, according to him, that he ever signed the box of the NES game. He said he's only signed the actual uh, cartridge of the game, not the box. That's interesting. Yeah. I think at some point he would have signed the box. Yeah, maybe nobody has it complete that's a hardcore Darkwing fan or something it's possible uh, unless nobody wants to have around the box. Yeah. Now you f- can find the game, but finding a, like a complete mint box is hard. So some people mm-hmm. might not want them to write on the box. Yeah. Possible. So yeah, the Funko Pez and Funko Verse, I will, I will believe that is the first one because he hasn't done any, any cons since those two came out. So, right. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. The first ones he saw. It's well. It's nice he's doing them. So it it shows me he'll be around again. So I haven't missed my chance. I saw he was wearing a face shield. 
<laughs> yeah, he was wearing the face shield. Um, you were you were allowed to take photos with him. Uh, you were allowed to take off the mask. Uh, Jason Marsden would not uh, allow you to uh, stand next to him. He was kind of behind the table, but he would have it to where the phone would show it at an angle where he was still in the photo. Different people have different feelings about this kind of thing, so yeah. it's understandable. Oh yeah, the the Power Ranger. Jason, David, Frank. I'm sorry if I screwed that up, Power Ranger friends, but he wouldn't even allow you to take off the mask. Yeah, I can. You know, every, like I, everyone's got their own feelings. It's, it's, well, it, things are getting better. I'm getting my my second COVID vaccination tomorrow, so more and more people are doing it. So, mm-hmm. hopefully soon, things will get a little bit back to normal. I hope. So okay. Well, one last thing before we move on to this episode, because I know Mike's gonna blow by this episode, because he's a, he doesn't want to go to sleep talking about it. Um, <laughs> you got you and Owen did Jailbird last week. Um, so that's my goodbye to uh, Cracker Jack and Bushroot, right? Liquidator too. And Liquidator, yeah. So yeah. three out of the that's what three of them out of the fearsome five we're done. Yeah, with. yeah. are done. Okay, yeah, so, you know, goodbye to my Quacker Jack. I love you. I miss you already. You're my dog for life. Um, as far and as that episode... And it's, it's going to break your heart to see the Time Top come back twice next season without him in it. Yeah, without him in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would probably have given that episode a score of four. Um, I haven't listened to what you and Owen gave it yet, but I, I would give it a four. I, I like that episode. Um, it's not my favorite. It's not a tier one for me, but uh, it's I fun. do. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely fun, you know. And to see uh, Quacker Jack mention he actually had an ability, a power. That's kind of cool. Yeah, his wackiness. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> um, and I know that's our um one of our friends Dom. That's his uh favorite episode. Like that's a his lot of fun. people like it. Mm-hmm. It's popular. Oh, yeah. But you know what a lot of people don't like? What's that? Dirty something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, Mike just now announced what episode he doesn't want to talk about. <laughs> you know, not that I don't want to talk about it. I just don't like it. Like, I, I really think this one, out of all the Disney Afternoon episodes, this is my least favorite. Okay. That's it. Now, yeah. I could tolerate Apes of Wrath, episodes like that. Even Quack of Ages, I can find things to like about them or forgive them for certain things. I mean, at least Quack of Ages had Quacker Jack in it. Mm-hmm. And Apes of Wrath was an early one. So I can say, you know, it's early. It's fine. This one has no excuse. Mm-hmm. This one's just bad. And I don't <laughs> like it. Alright. Well, now that Mike's mentioned it, let's go ahead and get into our production air day order, Mike. Okay, so I don't have an air date. Like I said, I don't have an air date for the last four or five episodes that aired. Um, obviously, mid-May, mid to late May of 1992. Um, this, in terms of uh, episode number, is episode 78. So that's it. Mm. That's the bottom as far as the uh, the first production run goes. Episode 78. Rock bottom. That's That suits this episode. um uh, by the way the title was based of course on the 87 drama series 30 something i've heard of it but never seen it though yeah the episode has nothing to do with that show though it just takes the title okay otherwise that's it you know just it's uh which a series that ended before this even aired so that's funny how they even used it anyway our story editor is gordon bresak um 
We mentioned him when he wrote um, Slime OK, You're OK, which was an episode I don't think we loved. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Um, he only was story editor on two episodes. This one and Revenge of the Return of the Brain Teasers 2. So mm. not the Darkwing Duck episodes I would put on my resume. Yeah. <laughs> and as far as writers go, we have two brand new people, a, a writing team who only did this one episode. Um, I hope I don't butcher the first one's name. Uh, Katie Kuch, Kuch, K-U-C-H. I'm not sure how I'm pronouncing that. And Cheryl Scarborough. Um, only Darkwing Duck episode. Not a really big career, um, just a handful of random things from the early 80s to the early 90s. Um, stuff like Heathcliff, Scrappy-Doo, Dino Riders, New Kids on the Block, the cartoon <laughs> show. Um, yeah, a lot of really random stuff. Um, I don't think I would touch with a 10-foot pole today. I would never go back and watch any of that stuff. So this is their only Darkwing show, their only Disney anything, apparently. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's competent, but there's a lot about the episode I don't like. And it's not just the writing. There's just, this episode's a mess. Um, animation, it's Sun Woo. And even they're phoning it in. What do you think? Yeah, nothing popped to me on this episode. Not Nothing at all. Because they were great on Quiverwing and Star is Scorned. We agree mm-hmm. with that. But this one, the animation is so bland, it's like early first season. That's how bland it is. Everything seems so phoned in. As a matter of fact, like this episode feels like what ABC season two is going to be for me. Um, Bringing back a villain nobody asked to come back, a new villain nobody cares about, just kind of indifferent writing and very bland animation. This is kind of, to me at least, my opinion, what we're in store for for a lot of season two. A few Mm -hmm. gems in that season, but this feels very indicative of what we're getting next season. Um, I just don't like it. Um, I hate the new character. Um, But we'll mention her when she shows up. Um, Do you want to just get started with the plot? Yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. We got Drake. He's in Gosling's room, and he's surprisingly shocked on how clean her room is spotless yeah it's spotless and you know she comes up and she's reminding drake of a, a toy that he promised her well she requested the toy but he offered to only get it if she cleaned the room up right yeah mega blasting mutants of death yeah and then she she offers him to sign a contract or something but wouldn't that that was a little weird to me that she she had him sign the contract after she cleaned the room instead of before it uh, maybe he was, isn't he ordering the game for her? Okay, that isn't what it that was? what he's doing? Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's ordering the game for her, and he goes to sit against her bed, and it turns out that entire corner of her room is just a screen. Yeah. A painting of her bedroom. <laughs> you know, she could have spent less time just cleaning the whole room herself and not wasted time doing this. Yeah. She put, she's putting her efforts into the wrong thing. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny, too, because she said, didn't I just clean my room like a year or two ago? <laughs> yeah, and um, the paint on the screen comes off on Drake's butt, and he realizes she tricked him. So, yeah, he makes her clean the room. Yeah, and then uh, he's downstairs. He has headphones on because she's making a lot of noise while cleaning her room, and LP shows up. He's, like, freaking out. 
Yeah, but Drake has to just calm him down. He just tells him Gaza's cleaning her room, nothing to worry about. Mm -hmm. And doesn't Launchpad say it's worse than I thought? Yeah. Okay, so it's villain time. Yeah. Because this episode, just when we thought we would never see Ammonia Pine ever again, we thought we were over her, she was gone. Someone had the bright idea to bring her back, and here she is. Yeah, but she got a new outfit on this time, and she's it's like a jumpsuit, and she got new gadgets and everything. She's got, like, detergent bottles on her shoulders. She has, like, stuff on, like, a belt around her. Um, Kind of, she looks like a mop and glow Ghostbuster. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I really think the reason why they changed her outfit is to better contrast her with her sister. Yeah, who, who's going to pop up in a little bit. Yeah, so... Pine gets a phone call from Fowl. We only see them at the very beginning here. Mm-hmm. We don't see them again. Just as just in this one opening scene, um, they're gonna. What is the name of it? It's Emergency Extortion Plan 23B. Yeah. And she flips out without even realizing what it is, mm-hmm. um, because it's so serious. They they want to pair her with a partner. Yeah, she's freaking out over that because. I, I think she's referencing the last episode with Stilbeek, isn't it? Is that what that, it is? Probably, because that one didn't go very well. Yeah. And uh, she's paired off with her sister, Ample. Who's her sister? Ample Grime, right? Ample Grime. Oh, this is this this is my least favorite Darkwing Duck villain. I'm, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I say that without any fear that something's going to come along later and contradict me. This is my least favorite Darkwing Duck villain. I can't stand Ample Grime. And she's the complete opposite of Ammonia. She's filthy, she's dirty, and she attacks with dirtiness. <laughs> yeah, she she has an apple core as a bow tie, a, a, a dirty bowl in her head. She's filthy. She, you could tell she's her sister. There's a family resemblance. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, she's just gross. And the whole shtick with her is that she's a pig. I mean, not real, literally a pig, but she's... She's disgusting. Who is she voiced is, by, Mike? She's voiced by an actress named Ellen Gerstel. Mm-hmm. Um, not much to say about her. Um, mostly early 80s stuff. Again, a lot of random stuff that I would never go back to now. Visionaries, uh, Gem and the Holograms, mm-hmm. uh, Pup Named Scooby-Doo, which is decent. A couple of episodes of Tailspin. Oh, um, okay. So not a complete washout there as far as what she's done, but nothing, nothing major, um, nothing major at all. Um, but again, the voice is just a little obnoxious, and basically all these two characters do the entire episode is argue with each other. Oh, why are you always so clean? Why are you so dirty? The whole time. That's, yeah. that's all it is. Childish bickering from the two of them. Very easy gunk and cleaning jokes and, you know... They have a very toxic relationship, the two of them. Yeah. Now, before we move on what, to Gauze, because we go back to her room, uh, is this yeah. the last time we see High Command of Fowl? No. Okay, no, we see they, them again? They show, up, they show up in Steerminator. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. All right. So, yeah, we get back to Gauze. She's in her room, and um, Honker shows up. This is the last appearance of Honker this season. Okay. We get a few more times of him next season, but we're not getting too much more Honker as the series starts to wrap up. Um, but I'm happy he's in this one. Mm-hmm. What's Honker do? Uh, he wants to. He's trying to get in her room, but uh, he knocks everything over, and she tells him to take out the trash. But there's like one thing to take out. <laughs> it's a can, a single it's a, can. 
Yeah, and then he comes up with the recommendation. Uh, he suggested to her that she should recycle her uh, cuckoo cola, right? Yes. Cuckoo cola. Okay, yeah. Still, still using cuckoo cola, telling mm-hmm. her that recycling uh, facilities pay fairly well. And so Goslin has this huge pile of cans in the corner of her room and then pulls out more bottles of soda and tells Honker to start drinking. Yeah. And then we get a cut scene. We get uh, ammonia and ample and... They're they're going over the blueprints of the twenty three B. Oh, I I do visually. This is the one part of the episode I like. The blueprints come to life as they show how the machine they're gonna build works. Mm-hmm. It's almost like rough animation, like a rough pencil test animation. I do kind of like. It's kind of clever. Uh, the machine they're gonna build is going to splatter people with gunk to stick them to the floor, and then turn a vacuum on them to suck up all their valuables. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's plan 23b yeah and then uh we get another cutscene it goes back to goslin and honk this episode really jumps back and forth the locations mm-hmm. a lot yeah and they're floating in the air i'm guessing too much carbonation <laughs> yeah and while they're floating in the air they burp outside of the room so now they're floating outside and uh drake's alarm goes off there is a there is a funny line from Drake. He's like, never mind what the Coca Cola went launch pad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> launch pad must be looking for soda. Yeah. The um the Drac comes back. The Darkwing remote alarm terminal from Slime OK You're OK. They bring it back in this episode. Mm-hmm. It still doesn't work though, Mike. <laughs> no, it it can't tell him whether the robbery that they have to go to is taking place at the Rubber Works or the Mousetrap Factory. Mm-hmm. So they have to go to both. Yeah. Yeah, this thing's a piece of garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so then we get another cutscene. It goes back to Ammonia and Ample, and uh, they're pulling a heist, but they're stealing hoses. Yeah, part of their plan involves stealing rubber hoses. Um, There's a shot of Ample Grime with her sock off, and she's airing it out. And it's just, (laughs) it's just, you know, things don't, you tend to gross me out, but I feel like, yeah, that's kind of gross. And, um, Cause she's just wallowing in her own filth, this character. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, but Darkwing shows up and he gets, an, right? yeah. gets an entrance. I am the raspberry seed. You can't floss out. And when the smoke clears, it's revealed. They went to the mousetrap factory first and there are mousetraps all over him. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, ample, she uses, um, lice on them or something. Was it lice? L- lice. I mean, first they hit them with saran wrap and gunk, which, comes right off but then she attacks them with lice okay yeah and she attacks them with lice and they're they're itching and scratching and ample and ammonia they get out of there they they make their break okay so this next few minutes of the episode has some really terrible jump edits where it starts in the house goes to the bridge goes to the house and goes back to the bridge when the entire scene could have taken place in one location <laughs> it's some of the worst editing in any Darkwing episode. Like one particular shot I'll mention always bothered me. Um, but first they're at the house. Drake and Launchpad are trying to figure out what the sisters are after. And Launchpad's coming up with all these crazy ideas and Drake is shooting them, you know, shooting them down. Then we go to the bridge. I mean, the whole scene could have taken place at the bridge. I don't know why they're at the house first. But <laughs> later that night, they're still at the bridge. Launchpad's still making guesses including they're going to drink all the soda in St. Canard, which is a callback to what Goslin and Honker did. 
And then Goslin shows up, and what does Goslin start doing? Darkwing is so preoccupied, he doesn't notice what she's about to do. What does she do? She takes everything, the rat catcher, the gas gun, anything she can get her hands on, she's recycling. <laughs> yeah, and as they're doing that, Launchpad absolutely nails the plot. He says that they, they're stealing all these things to build a machine that'll stick people to the ground while they rob them blind. And he, <laughs> he has it completely right. You know what? It's the one, only two scenes in this episode really, are really funny. This mm. is one of them. And yeah. Darkwing's like, nah. <laughs> He's like, no way. Like, I did enjoy that. That was funny how Launchpad absolutely nailed it. But then this is the really bad edit I was talking about. All of a sudden, we cut to Drake running down the stairs in the house to go to the drat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're in the bridge. And then all of a sudden, he's running down the stairs as Drake in the house. Yeah. What did we miss? I don't know. I guess we missed a lot. <laughs> we missed a lot. They go right from the bridge to the house. He goes to the drat, and there's nothing there. The drat is missing. So obviously, Goslin recycled it. Mm-hmm. So they grab the radio, which tells them the museum is being robbed. So they go back to the bridge. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they should have done all of this in the bridge. Yeah. Um, so what happens? What what happens next when the, while they're there? Uh, the rat catcher is missing. Uh, the statue is missing too. They can't. Yeah, they can't hit it to go back to the bridge. They mm-hmm. still get back there, but you know, um, luckily the thunderquack they can get. They, it looks like it's fine. They get into thunderquack. Launchpad tries to start it, but what's missing? The engine. <laughs> so they have to take. The quack cycle. What's the quack cycle? A tricycle. <laughs> hey, whatever works. Yeah. So they go to the museum where the sisters are stealing a diamond. Mm-hmm. And of course, Ample Grimes getting mud prints all over the, the paintings. Again, she's gross. Um, and they're, com- you know, they're complaining with each other. You know, they're fighting. Darkwing comes in on the u- tricycle. He tries to do an entrance line which is I am the squeaky brakes that, oh, nuts, because obviously the tricycle has no brakes. Yeah. So what what happens next? Uh, They get tied up. Yes. Yeah, they get tied up by Ample, and then uh, Ammonia shoots like a bubble at them, like a cleaning bubble. We've seen this before. Yeah. Wow, deja vu. Because mm-hmm. um, Darkwing doesn't have his gas gun, because Goslin recycled that too. Yeah. And that's and then, when Darkwing realizes it. Like that's when Darkwing like really realizes it's Goslin's fault. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, happened? they're they're floating in the air in the bubble, and um, I forgot what LP said, but he said something about some sort of art. And then uh, they looked up, and then boom, the bubble pops. Yeah, Launchpad asks Darkwing if he goes for modern art, and Darkwing says, "Frankly, I've never seen the point." And Launchpad <laughs> says, point. "You will." And the sharp <laughs> sculpture pops the bubble. Um, they, they're caught halfway down by another sculpture and Launchpad bites Darkwing's foot and he's so stupid because Darkwing tells Launchpad not to move a muscle, but Launchpad has Darkwing's foot in his mouth. He's like, no, I won't move a muscle. And they fall. Yeah. (laughs) Because of course they do. Yeah. So they go back to the bridge again. Mm Mm-hmm. In, oh, uh, oh! This this is when the thunderquack is missing the engine. Not before. Okay. Okay. I, I, got, I messed up. 
Uh, either way, they have no transportation. Mm-hmm. No engine for the Thunderquack, no Ratcatcher, no nothing. Including Darkwing's comic book collection. Yeah. That's, so, that's what really makes him mad. Mm-hmm. So now they got to take public transportation. <laughs> yeah, humiliating for Darkwing. Yeah. I like the guy in the background. He goes, hey, isn't that that uh, Darkwing Duck guy? <laughs> do, you, do you know who voiced him or uh, Fowl at the beginning? I don't know who voiced Fowl, but that guy sounds like Jim. Okay, and then uh, the old lady on the bus was uh, the same lady who does Ammonia Pine, right? I think so. Yeah, it sounded um, just like her to me. Did you notice the characters sitting on the bus have all appeared before? Yeah. Um, eight, Obviously, we we both spotted Agent Dog from mm-hmm. Darkwing Squad was sitting there. Yeah. Uh, remember the Lace and Doily Society from Days of Blunder? Mm-hmm. The lady from there, and the lady who was Goslin's guidance counselor in Film Flam, who's going to be Glue Gal in Mutancy on the Bouncy, is also sitting there. So <laughs> a bunch of characters that I recognized right away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but Darkwing tries to take a seat. The old lady smacks him in the face with her purse to get him to sit, to get him to leave the spot. Um, so they come to the docks, and they see two hideouts. One's clean, one's dirty. Wow, I wonder who's hiding out there. Yeah, the gruesome twosome. <laughs> Ammonia Pine still has her like um, detergent bottle uh, truck from her other two appearances. Mm-hmm. I know she was driving it in the second one. Um, uh, what was it? Cleanliness is next to badliness. Did she have it in um, Dirty Money? I don't think so. I don't think so. But, uh, at least they bring it back in this episode. Um, yeah. So the Darkwing and Launchpad get run over. <laughs> the villains leave. And then for absolutely no reason, Goslin and Honker randomly walk past them. Yeah. <laughs> like, Darkwing did tell Goslin to go and get their stuff. So mm-hmm. they're wandering around trying to do that. They show Darkwing. They've gotten money from recycling, $1.57. <laughs> Not much. All of Darkwing's stuff. So he's mad. He tells him to get lost, go get his stuff back. So they leave. Yep, and he they ride the public transportation again. <laughs> yep, and as they're Darkwing's still trying to figure out the plan, and really randomly, like Launchpad's like, they all ended up at the dump, and Darkwing's like, well, everything ends up at the dump, and Launchpad <laughs> says, no, they all ended up at the dump, and it turns <laughs> out the villains and the kids are all at the dump at the same time. Yep. All of them. <laughs> All of them. Just randomly, you see the villains go in one entrance and the kids go in the other at the exact same time. How convenient. Yeah, and Ample's like dirtying everything up and Ammonia's cleaning everything up. Uh, and uh, they get into a battle. Yeah, because the, they, the kids show up and they squirt the kids and the kids get stuck to the ground. But then Darkwing and Launchpad show up in a conveyor belt, and they get gunked, and they get stuck to it. Um, and the villains leave because they're prepared to feed the good guys into a car crusher. Yeah, this is the first time we see the 23B in action, right? Yes, this is what they use to gunk up the kids in the mm-hmm. Darkwing and Launchpad. Um, but the other scene, what another scene that makes me laugh is Launchpad says, you know, wh- you know. He's like, what can we what can we say? He thinks he's gonna die. And Darkwing looks over. He goes, a spatula. And Launchpad <laughs> goes, spatula to you too, old buddy. Huh? <laughs> Dumb, but I laugh. Whatever. So what? So Darkwing takes a spatula, 
saves everybody by sticking it under their feet. And then mm-hmm. what happens, Will? He, he looks for the spatula. Yeah, he, he finds a spatula and he saves everybody. Mm-hmm. And then they have to – they don't know what to do because they have, they have no tech. They can't go after the villains. Mm-hmm. But what do they start finding? They start finding pieces of the rat catcher. Yeah, and Darkwing finally snaps when Honker comes up with the gas gun and it's in pieces. Yeah, he says it needs to be assembled. Yeah, so Darkwing loses it and starts cackling and laughing and starts to lose his mind. And the other scene I do like is Launchpad's like, yup, sometimes they could snap just like that. <laughs> but, and um, then, then we get a new vehicle. Yeah, they take all the junk they can find and they build a new vehicle. Do you remember what Darkwing calls it? The Nutquacker, right? Yes, yes. Um, when Darkwing says we have everything we need right here, he picks up a toilet seat. And Gosling's like, but he doesn't have everything he needs right here, and points to her head. <laughs> yeah, and it, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, we get our, like, the big useful moment for Honker. The machine won't start. So Honker, you know, says you have to, you have to jumpstart it. And Darkwing won't let him, but when he does, he gets electrocuted. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing Honker. It's a good thing Honker didn't do that. Yeah. And then uh, we go back to Ample and uh, Ammonia, and Ample begins uh, target practice on the uh, on the citizens in Saint Canard. Right. They get a couple of people, but it doesn't last long before the good guys show up. Yeah. So they shoot. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Well, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say, uh, while this is happening, uh, Ample and Ammonia are arguing again. You know, it's all like they, they do. Yeah, they they it's it's like they they finally reach their boiling point where they're fed up with each other. Yeah, exactly. And when the good guys show up, they squirt dishwashing liquid at, liquid at Grime to clean her off, and they throw balloons at the machine, which clogs up the vents and makes the the bad pop and gets Ammonia Pine dirty. And the two of them finally have it out. Mm-hmm. They're sick of each other. And they're like, Grimes putting dirt in Ammonia's face, and they're, just, they're arguing. Yeah. Did you notice when the, the thing popped, the 23B popped, did you notice Ammonia was back in her normal clothes? Yeah, for just that one shot. She's in the mm-hmm. background, and she sits up, and she's wearing her old cleaning lady clothes. Yeah, I, I barely caught it, man. I was like, was, I had to rewind it real quick. I was like, was she wearing her normal clothes weapon or that little jumpsuit? <laughs> I don't think I ever caught it before because my copy wasn't all that great. But finally mm-hmm. watching it on Disney Plus, I finally noticed it. This was okay. the first time I saw it. Okay. Yeah, so that's it. They're defeated. You know, this mm-hmm. is, and it's also, I'll point out, this is our last, like, actual foul episode. We're yeah. done now with foul. They come back. The beginning of Steerminator, but in terms of them getting the entire plot, that's it for Foul. Okay. And then uh, Goss returns everything uh, from the recycling stuff, and uh, Drake actually buys her the video game. Yeah. He tells her she forgot something. You know, she thinks she forgot to kiss him, but he's like, no. And then you, the, the, the screen widens, it turns out. The TV set was recycled. The, the inside of it was recycled, so there's nothing to watch the TV on. Yeah. So Gosling can't play her game. <laughs> so she and has a game, but nothing to do with it. And the episode ends. And that's it. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's dirty something, man. That's um, one of my very least favorite Darkwing Duck episodes. It I watched it twice. Mm-hmm. You know, once to watch it, once to take notes, and that second time was a grind. <laughs> 
All right. So, Mike, man, let's get into these scores, man. I know people want to hear your scores on this episode. I'll build to it. Please go first. Okay. You want me to go first? Yeah. Um, I still hate Apes of Wrath more. Um, this one, I, I could, I'm not gonna lie. I was struggling, dude. I was really struggling, but I don't hate it as much as Apes of Wrath. I think I gave Apes of Wrath a 0.5. I can't remember. So I'm going to give this one a 0.7. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you and the 0.5s, 0.7s, infinities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you go ahead, Mike. Although... Although when when Owen rated uh, Jailbird, I think he rated when he rated um, Mega Mega Duck, he did five to- 25, five times five, which was really clever last week. <laughs> um, that was super clever. Um, me, you know what? I'm just gonna give this a flat out zero. I think wow. it just, I think it's just a complete bomb. Mm-hmm. Again. Apes of Wrath I'll forgive because it was super early and they were still working out the show. And I have a lot of nostalgia for that one because it aired the first week. You know, you kind of always have nostalgia for that first week of shows, you know. Mm -hmm. But this one doesn't have any excuse for being as bad as it is. Um, So you you give Apes of Wrath a little bit of a leeway. Give it a little bit of a pass. I have to. I have to because it's so early. It's just like, I get it. It's fine. It's not great. But... You guys are still figuring it out. Yeah. This one is just a mess. I mean, I don't like Ammonia Pine. Every time she appears, she gets worse. Mm-hmm. And I just can't stand Ample Grime. Like, the whole shtick with the two of them fighting over who's clean, who's dirty. And mm-hmm. I always wanted to do this to you. I always wanted to do this to you. It's just immature. Very lazy writing. Um, I don't like it. It doesn't, like, There really aren't very many funny scenes. The editing is really bad. Yeah. Um. The characters are written okay, but even the animation, like I said at the beginning of the episode, it's just it's just very bland for Sun Wu. Okay. Everything is being phoned in. I guess the only thing I I, I do like about this episode is just Darkwing's frustration with Goslin as she's recycling everything, and he just keeps noticing things are like disappearing or it's not intact, you know. But it um, takes him forever to act on it. Yeah, it does. Like, I agree keeps, with you. He keeps letting her do it. Like, I agree he doesn't with you. This is a bad episode. He I doesn't, guess. Yeah. Go go ahead. I'm saying he doesn't notice she's doing it. He mm-hmm. catches on eventually, but then lets it keep happening. He seems to forget what she's doing because when they go back to the bridge for the third time, he's like, "We've been robbed," but you know she's taking all your stuff. Yeah. And it's like, it takes him almost a whole episode to finally say something to her. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's letting her get away with it. And it makes him seem like he's totally incompetent. But also, shouldn't Goslin know better than this? Yeah, but of course she doesn't. But uh, like, she recycles the gas gun and the engine of the ra- – I get like the chemistry set and like the statue maybe. Mm-hmm. But the engine of the ra- of the Thunderquack and the gas gun <laughs> – and Honker lets her do it. He doesn't even say a word. He complains once that yeah. Darkwing would have a fit if she recycled the rat catcher and then doesn't complain anymore. You'd think Honker even would say, Goslin, this isn't right. What are you doing? Yeah. But even I, Honker is kind of out of character. I'm sorry. Go on. No, I was just going to say the only thing for me why I, I just don't like Apes of Wrath is because there's nothing original about that episode where – We've seen it in DuckTales. We've seen it before. The whole monkey stuff and apes and gorillas. It's just 
I don't know. I, I just don't like that episode. To me, that's just the worst one. Um, this one, is, I'm not I'm not trying to sugarcoat it or trying to upgrade no, I get it. it. Yeah, it's not good at all. This is a bad episode, but Ace of Wrath is still the worst to me. Now we're gonna we're gonna rate Ample Grime. Oh God, I didn't you didn't tell me that. <laughs> we have to. She's a new villain. Okay. Um, Do you want I'll me go, to go first so you have I already, a minute? I already know your score, man. It's a zero. <laughs> yeah, it's a zero. I can't I can't stand her. I mean, uh, I think she's definitely my least favorite. I didn't like Trench Rot, but at least you know he came in armed. He was a threat. Um, she had a 10 second moment for me where she was okay because she contradicts ammonia she's like the bipolar opposite so for 10 seconds i thought that was funny but that 10 seconds i don't even know if it's 10 seconds mike maybe three seconds <laughs> and, and then it kind of wears off so she's getting a zero man she's getting a zero like the second she walks into the scene and like she she comes out of the shadows and you see how she's drawn and you see what her design looks like. You know exactly what you're getting for the whole half an hour. Yeah. And, and like I said, at first, like the, the first second I see her, I laugh because I know she's the bipolar opposite. But then it's like, OK, uh, this is not going to last long. You know, <laughs> they go as far as even having her do the armpit farts, mm-hmm. which that's just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, a zero. Okay, zero for me too. Um, all right, Mike. So that's the dirty something. What Goodbye, episode we got next? Goodbye, dirty something. <laughs> what episode um, we got next? A better episode. I mean, not 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 one of the greats, but it's decent. Um, Kung Fu. Yeah, Kung Fu is cool. It's yeah, not, not end- a great episode. It's decent. Yeah, they end up in China. Darkwing meets his old master. Some decent stuff. Some decent stuff. Okay, uh, Mike, for the people tuning in for the first time, where where can they find us? We are lucky enough to be on all podcast apps, including Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iTunes, Pocket Cast Radio Public, iTunes, not iTunes, iHeartRadio, um, Pandora, and all sorts of apps I can't even remember because there's so many of them. We're also on YouTube. We got some cool stuff there. If you're relatively new to our channel, you can check that out. We got some a lot of great videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will, shout outs. Uh, I'm only going to give one shout out, and it's to, to one of our usual, Mr. Stan Lund. Appreciate it, Stan. Uh, Stan has taken over our Twitter account because, you know, Owen has been so busy with his film projects and school and stuff. Uh, so uh, Stan now runs our Reddit page. We are on Reddit and uh, on Twitter. He's got the Twitter page now active. Yeah, the the Reddit, um, it also archives a lot of our old stuff. So mm-hmm. if you haven't seen a lot of our old Facebook posts, he's archived that on the Reddit page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, we got the Reddit page going and Twitter page. So uh, shout out to Stan and uh, anybody who's tuning in for the first time. I, I've noticed we get a lot of younger people from the new DuckTales series uh, joining us. So welcome, everybody. At what point do we stop calling it the new DuckTales, considering it's over? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> at what point? Like, everyone still calls it that, but at what point is it not the new DuckTales? Like, how much time has to pass before you have to figure out a different way to <laughs> way to refer to it? Yeah. Well, you know, oh, I well, still got to finish watching did it. You, you never watched the last episode yet, right? No, I still got to finish, like, three or four episodes. Oh, I'm actually looking forward to your opinion on those final episodes. Okay, I'll try to get into it, man. Uh, I'm I'm pretty much free after Saturday lunchtime. I'll be free. 
So maybe right. I'll get into it. We'll see. Okay. All last right. one's last one's a good one. Alright, so that that's it for this episode, y'all. Y'all make sure y'all tune in next week. Maybe Mike will be a lot happier. Don't um, worry about it. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, good night everybody and stay dangerous. Have a good one.